0: Hi listeners, just a quick message before the start of this episode, just to warn you that there are some dark topics that we discuss in this that some people may find triggering around domestic abuse, personal relationships and addiction. If this is something you don't want to listen to, we recommend that you skip this episode. We hope that we've dealt with this tactfully. Thank you very much for listening.
1: Yes, I was
0: born ready. I've been gone in the dark, in the shadows. Been afraid to throw my heart in the battle. Yesterday felt the weight of the shackles. Not anymore. Because it's time for the second episode of Mel B's Solo Career.
2: You're listening to... Part, Part of the, the Pops. Pops.
0: The pop curse for reliving and reloving pop culture. Series one, The Spice Girls. Solo Career. These latter half lyrics have really fed well into opening episodes.
1: They have. I have to say that one, those lyrics felt
0: very appropriate. Welcome back to Pod of the Pops, the podcast that relives and relives your pop culture memories. And Series 1, we have dedicated it to the Spikes. The Spike Girls. <laughs> we are so tired <laughs> <for> this <laughs> last episode. So we're celebrating the solo careers of the girls. We're always told they were rubbish without each other. And we're finally at the end of the series, where I think by this point, we've proven all oh, the haters wrong. <laughs> Not that the haters listen. No. But
1: we know that you're all just lovers, guys, so...
0: We have great people listening to this. Yeah. So this is our melvie episode. The the last of hers and um, we're picking up from 2007 at the reunion after they've all been back together all of the spice girls really did not treat that reunion as a full-time job because <laughs> they no, all got no. so busy with other stuff yeah in 2008 she takes part in series 5 of dancing with the stars very good she's paired with maxim chemakovsky
2: you said that so naturally
0: the it, Spice Girls have really challenged me with some of the, <laughs> the names of people they've collaborated or worked with.
2: Yeah, or oh, even their song titles, you know, Jerry of Spanish.
0: And... I think not do Michigan Latino. <laughs>
2: I know, but I can.
0: <laughs> Look, I grew up in the countryside in Devon. <laughs> didn't learn Spanish. Didn't learn whatever this I was, that, is. I wasn't
1: going to slag you off. I was quite impressed yeah. by that pronunciation,
0: darling. Maxim Jemakovsky. She was very successful on Dancing with the Stars. Len Goodman, chief judge, called her the most versatile dancer they'd ever had on the show. But she's oh
2: a mover, man. I it's mean, a
0: series five by that point. Yeah. 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 Well, I always think with the American version, they're not afraid of having people that can actually dance on it. Yeah. Like Nicole Scherzinger won it a few years after Mill. Yeah. Like I things, mean, it's
1: it? quite funny, isn't it? I suppose there's always been controversy over here where people are like, but they're performers. They're kind yeah, of. Yeah, like Emma that- that-
2: Bunton went on Strictly.
1: Yeah. yeah. And. There, people do have a point I mean if they'd be that's you've been paid to particularly
0: perform. Nicole Scherzinger yeah yes. she was an incredible dancer yeah So yeah. I, I suppose it. their argument is always oh but it wasn't that style of dance like learning those style of dances is different yeah I don't give but... Nicole Scherzinger probably I reckon
2: if you can dance like you can the Pussycat Dolls you can pretty much turn dance. your hands yeah, yeah exactly if you can move your body
0: like that we had a Pussycat Doll on last year it was Ashley was on dancing um Strictly Come Dancing last year, Ashley Roberts. Oh, or what yeah. did she do Dancing on Ice? Maybe it was Melody. Yeah, but no one was really on. cares about those ones. <laughs> you know, Nicole's the front. Erin Twitching cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was a very good dancer. She scored a perfect 30. She got to the final. Wow. But she did come in second, missing out to Brazilian Racing Car Driver. Are you ready for my pronunciation?
1: Yeah, I'm coming.
0: Helios Castroneves. Beautiful. <laughs> I pressed myself there. This is the story I didn't like around it. So, when I looked back at articles, the Telegraph newspaper, for instance, called her a loser. They said she lost dancing all night. <laughs>
1: So Telegraph, they're the losers.
0: Well, it's somewhat backed up by the fact that in previous interviews, she said she likes to win. She said second or third isn't good enough for me. Oh. So maybe I guess you you set yourself up for a minor fall, but I think referring to someone who comes second, she had the highest score on average of the season. Yeah. Following them a loser is maybe a little strong. That's a bit harsh. Well, following her Dancing with the Star success, she takes her newfound dancing skills... To Vegas. She appears in a Las Vegas review called Peep Show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which is a burlesque show created by Jerry Mitchell and is the longest running live show at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. Oh,
1: really?
0: Well, it may no longer be because Planet Hollywood would later be the home of Britney Spears' record breaking show, Piece of Me. And
2: not uh-huh. done. <laughs> <laughs> Let
0: where it go, Karen? We were never going. I um, wanted to dream. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know whether it still holds, but at the time it did hold right, that record. Right. So the idea, it was a, it sounds a little bit like the Pussycat Dolls mm. original review. So it would, each three months, there'd be a different celeb right. that would be taking the role. Mel B was launching it.
1: Mm-hmm. She played
0: the role of Peep Diva.
1: Right. <laughs> so <Sounds> name.
0: <laughs> dramatically challenging. Yeah. It's interesting. It was originally meant to be a topless role, but both the actresses that led it, so Mel B included, got to keep their kit on.
2: Right. But later
0: actresses who took the role, such as Aubrey O'Day from Dancy Kane, had to get the knackers out. Ah, uh, well, you know, I suppose if the
2: producers
1: were like, you're not enough of a draw as you as a person, you need to get your baps out. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, I'm not saying I think that's in any way ethical or Well, I'm more surprised...
0: <laughs> Mel B. didn't. Didn't. <laughs> yeah. I was I'm surprised she wasn't. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, Because yeah. she know, does love to. But
2: guys, that might not have been her decision oh, at that point. Yeah, we need to think
1: oh. about this. Yeah. There might have been external
0: okay. factors. I see what you're alluding to there around, uh, by this point, she is married to. Stephen Belafonte which is a problematic relationship which will become more and more evident as we go through this episode yeah I hadn't thought of that consideration but it still surprised me
2: Mm -hmm.
0: also in 2009 we get the first of her stints on loose women so Loose Women, for those outside of the UK, is sort of a British version, maybe slightly more budget, of The Talk or The Real. Oh, it's is a, it The View? The View, it, yes. yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> going straight for the other ones. Um, <laughs> an all-female lunchtime panel chat show. Yeah. I started to think Loose Women is just a nice little paycheck for Melanie B. Yeah. You know, like, in the same way that sometimes when we're a bit skint, we might go and help out at a friend's pub.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, you know, as I've said before, I go and help my friend's mum, Sabrina's mum, at next. Yes. That's what loose women is to now be. <laughs> yeah.
2: Because well, she gets to do her favourite, her favourite thing talking, you know, yeah. speaking her mind, having a She would do that, like, whether or not the cameras were there.
1: Yeah.
0: So, as a she been paid And it's yeah. lunchtime, so she's probably not that busy then because she tends yeah. to work a lot. And she's a treat on something because she does mm. always drop a bombshell. Yeah. No questions really seem to be on the limit. I mean, sometimes those bombshells are a hundred years old. <laughs> like, I can't believe the number of times I've seen Loose Women exclusive. There'll be talks about Jerry leaving the Spice Girls. And I'm like, is it still 2018? Have I fallen through a time oh, hole here? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she, re- well, I'd say that's more Loose Women reeling out that exclusive. Yeah. But she's had some nice little bits. She's constantly confirming a reunion on Loose Women.
2: Yeah, bless
0: her. She does a little stint in two thousand and eighteen with her daughter Phoenix,
2: mm-hmm. who
0: goes on and gives her a make under. Oh, she says she's too provocative <sighs> as a mum. Puts her in a cardigan and a floral skirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just a little taste of the relationship there. They oh. seem to be very close and have a lot of.
1: Wait, it just Phoenix? Uh-oh. By
0: this point, I think she's a teenager, yeah. right? mid teens.
1: yeah So that's. You know, the high point of being embarrassed by your
0: parents was isn't this it?
2: 2000
0: and she's probably like 19 old. actually, yeah, it's right. 98, yeah, born 98, wasn't she? 99. Yeah, 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 so just below 20. Dancing with the Star sort of paves the way mm-hmm. for Mel B to transform herself into fitness spice, and boy, she looked good. Well, we'd had yoga from Jerry, yeah, and Mel B thought no one's doing cardio. <laughs> Um C didn't really, but...
1: I know, I was going to say, I was like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> well, she releases a fitness DVD called Totally Fit. And I remember it was like her on sort of like some Spanish looking balcony. It's very sunshine, little crop top, and it's lots of, you know, Lee raises and things. Yeah. The Amazon reviews are really good, actually. Really? 90% of people gave it four star plus. Mm. <laughs> one person had one, one criticism. Yeah. She doesn't give you any time to breathe. <laughs> so I just had to keep pressing pause. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like I think you maybe missed the point. darling. I mean,
0: can you imagine if you could do that in a gym? Just, yes. Oh God, there's a lot of no. a lot of breaks in this circuit. I just press pause. <laughs>
1: oh. I mean, I'm laughing, but that's 100% what I do with YouTube
0: videos. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she also did a video game get fit with Mel B. No, calling it a video game is so 1980s. It is. But I don't understand. I've said this, but I don't really understand gaming. I'm not a a gamer. Yeah. Yes, I included the why. Yeah. And I think it came out on lots of different (laughs) platforms. Yes. So it was more of an interactive fitness that you do, from what I understand, rather than a game per se. Right. I don't think... You could. There was no competitive element. There was. It wasn't a We Fit type deal. She wasn't. Well, like... it used that sort of kinetic. Is it in terms of kinetic technology? Oh yeah. So it could understand your body movements. Okay. So it knew whether you were recreating Melby's moves or not. Right. And it would green screen you, and it would put you next to Mel, and you Clever. could choose your workout location. Right. So you could train in Central Park or on a yacht. <laughs> I a mean. Next step is virtual reality, like literally. Well, being there. Yeah, Melby will be yeah. there with you. And yeah. then at the end, it would do the classic, it would tell you your calories and the percentage you completed it, like mm-hmm. how close you were. So I guess it's you against you. Yeah, yeah. In the zone. It's a bit like an early Fitbit. Right,
2: yeah. At least it's not like a Space Girls PlayStation game where the, your thumb gets the exercise. Well,
0: now that we've got that technology, let's combine the two. Yes. yes. And yeah. you can choose which concert you want to be at and you've yeah. got follow Melby's suggestion for merch. Bluebell, mm. Get in yes. touch. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't mind this as a present, actually. I mean, I need to get the PlayStation to go with it.
1: Yeah. Small <laughs> matter.
0: Anyone no um, would like to donate? I've, I've got, got one so
1: you could me.
0: Oh, Okay. So, anyone's got the game. <laughs> so, continuing with the, the fit fitness theme, she hosts a show in 2010 called Dance Your Arse Off. No. Really? Yep. So, it's similar <sighs> to the setup of Dancing with the Stars. Uh-huh. Competitors are paired with a professional dancer in the hope of impressing the judges and the viewing audience. However, each of the 12 contestants are also hoping to lose weight. During the process. Okay. Oh. So it's like. So um, you're
1: literally dancing your arse off. Yeah, so it's strictly
0: <laughs> meets Biggest Loser. Wow. And it had the doctor from The Biggest Loser. I see. So it was an American show. It was on the Oxygen Network, but they also aired it in Australia right? as well. What I couldn't find out and if we've got any Americans listening, I'm not sure whether they. Whether they won based on how well they danced or how much fat they lost each week? That's a good question. Or whether, because it's a combination. Yeah, yeah, because each week was like a different thing. So sometimes they were like break dancing. Yeah. Sometimes they were learning like circus tricks. Wow. Yeah, so I'm not sure I don't yeah, I, I don't, don't know really... whether this is genius or absolutely terrible. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds to me like a good Like you go Strictly is really popular. Yes. The biggest Loser's is really popular. Let's what combine if you, the two. <laughs> I mean it's it not making you think what other things are really popular. Mm. Do you know? X Factor, Crime Thrillers. <laughs> <laughs> put together, who is the best crime detective in yeah. each week, depending on how many of your crimes you solve. Maybe that would solve the problem we have with the government maybe not funding policing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I might have to cut that. Just
2: throw, it, throw that one out there. Old views are even. So.
0: No, yeah. So she's still continuing in the fitness theme. She's really dominating the fitness theme. She's named as the face of Jenny Craig. Which is a bit like oh, Slimming World well. in oh, Australia.
2: Yeah. Why do they do this? And it's like the detox teas and all that.
0: I think hers is more of a Slimming World type meal plan. Yeah. it's meal plans. I don't think this is down the Kardashian route of... Um, Slimming waste. Acetype, yeah, appetite and... suppressant lollipops and things. Yeah. This is more about a healthy eating plan. Right, okay. I think Jamila Jamil would be cool about this is what I'm saying.
1: Yes, yeah. And she is now the major uh, measure by which we yeah. judge. It, she's
0: the vegetable test for advertising standards. Yes. <laughs> um, the only that well, I know what you're saying. The thing that got me about it was I didn't know whether I saw Melby as someone who had a weight loss journey.
2: Yeah. yeah. She's someone
0: who knows how to keep in shape. Yes. She's like a Jennifer Lopez. Yes. She's always had a good bod. Yeah. And I would trust her in terms of a fitness book and a DVD and mm. and a healthy eating plan. Yeah. But I maybe wouldn't see her as my, she's not Oprah or Kirstie Alley. No. no, you are, no I think no. I've also been Jenny Craig. And
2: yes, I think there's but... always that thing with celebrities, isn't it? That once you have that body, which, you know, she, she did from a young age, but she also found fame at a young age. So then she was able to keep it up with, you know, Pete. Personal trainers and maybe she has her own meal plans, her own chefs, and yeah. So you wonder with the fame, is it easier to keep on top of things?
0: There's definitely a lot more pressure, yeah. and yet yeah, you can you can afford to put a lot of the things. You can in get
1: place. the resources in order to do it, but yeah. at the end of the day, you still have to get out of bed and do it. But yeah. There's
0: plenty of fat celebrities. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And there's plenty of celebrities that have got thin and then fat again. Yeah. But so... not the
2: Spice Girls, really. When
0: you think no. about it, but I mean, but there are other like girl one. bands, yeah, that maybe not so much. I suppose what we could say in her favor is she had children, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I don't have... ever really remember her being other than pregnant, yeah, ever being anything other than a healthy shape as well. Yeah. Like it's never she's not like a Mel C where there's been times when you've gone, I think this is too far, no, or a Victoria yes. even, yeah. No, so she has always seemed to have had a very. I know a lot of her, the rest of her life has been turbulent, but
2: maybe that was one thing relationship she was, with body and food. Well, maybe that was one thing she was able to control about her life. You know, with her, mm. her eating her fitness, she knew she could look good, so that was one thing she did to try to keep yeah. up with. You know, yeah. maybe that yeah. was perhaps.
0: There is a little bit of controversy around the Jenny Craig. So okay. in 2018, the company fined thirty eight thousand dollars for a misleading ad campaign that did feature Mel B. They had a 10 kilos for $10 campaign, which said you could lose 10 kilos for the cost of just $10. Right. Right. Without adequately disclosing, you would also need to purchase the food, which cost a little more than $10. Yes.
2: It's really funny with um, Jenny Craig, because in America, they would see like Jenny Craig... Because um. Craig and Greg sounds very similar, oh. so it's just
0: a. Sorry to our stateside audience.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but then there's a thing of
1: like you could spend no money and uh, mm-hmm. lose that weight, also. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hi guys, it's Aaron here. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you as subscribers, but we want to get as many fans as possible involved in this podcast. So why don't you think of five friends? I mean, maybe one's a bit sporty, athletic vibe, Maybe one's sort of girly pink bunches type thing. Maybe you've got another who's sophisticated little black dresses. One that's maybe, you know, scary type, really into animal print. Or maybe you've got one that sort of abandons you in the middle of a tour. Think of five friends and send them a link to your favourite episodes. And remember, you can join our socials for exclusive content and weekly lookbooks. Thank you for listening. We love you for it.
2: Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. Brought a tear to glass eye. Well that's fitness space. After working with the Opposition Network on mm-hmm. Dance Your Ass Off.
1: Yeah. Still a fantastic room,
0: yeah. I'm not sure if there's clips on YouTube, I haven't treated myself yet, but <laughs> l- guaranteed that will be in my search that's the next few days. Yeah, that's the next activity. In two thousand and ten we had a new reality show from Mel B. It's a Scary Scary World which is a true American style fly in the wall fly on the wall following your life Yeah. I uh, did either of you watch this at no. the time I don't even
1: remember it being on my radar it
0: was on you I think it did air on some of the satellite channels oh I'm I don't, don't think i time. had it yeah yeah well I treated myself today mm-hmm. to a few clips online yeah the first thing I can tell you it had a theme tune did it really can I treat you to the theme tune please do.
3: My life is crazy, crazy, you
0: gotta know So many ways, yeah, ways, yeah, but I love it so But I love it so <laughs> I'd say a full half a day was put into the making of that theme tune Yeah I love when I, read, I love it when a theme tune is sung by the person in the show. Yeah, it brings yeah. me a lot of joy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Plus, it saves so much money in resources. Yeah, and I love her infectious laugh at the end. You can recognise that on own. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that is a good addition. Yeah,
2: I mean, it
1: reminds me actually that the iconic first few seconds of Wannabe are Mel B's laugh. Yeah. This is
0: true. Yes. Maybe it's the same laugh. It's not because that's no. a,
1: ha 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 ha. Yeah, and that was a ha ha. ha. Yes, uh, <laughs>
0: there's a distinct difference. I can I can hear that. I mean, like, I'm a Laugh concert. The show is very American. Yeah. So it comes out at a similar time to. Do you remember the VB reality show we talked about coming yes. to America? Yeah. yeah. It's all very much in the same vein.
1: Yeah.
0: I wonder if they were done by a similar production company. Or...
1: would be surprised.
0: Whereas. Victoria's got reduced to one hour and a half
1: episode.
0: Mm. She didn't want to go before Reality Hog. Yeah. Mel B gets the full 10 episode treatment. Right. And it's, there's a lot of storylines. There's a lot going on. I mean, it's very dramatic editing. Yes. There's lots of wah, wah, wah There's lots music. of reaction sounds. Yeah. yeah. The music really lets you know how you're meant to feel. Yeah. She is busy. Yeah. I watched a few episodes and each episode opens with I'm launching a new clothing range. I've just started recording an album. I've got, <laughs> like, every week she's got a new business. Got something. It's like Dragon's Den in there. Um, <laughs> it's very Spice Girl. Yeah. Yes. I'm just yeah. busy, busy, busy. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. And then the fam. it's very family-oriented. The kids are in it. Yeah. And-, and there's always something going on with them. Stephen comes across her husband. Steven yes. Berkonte, comes across... It's a bit of an egg, really. Yes. It just seems like a bit of a goon. Yeah. So one of the episodes I watched, he was worried about security and getting extra cameras, but he's a little bit... <laughs> 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 but, yeah. Like, he's like, oh, if they come for me, I'll do my kung fu. And everyone just sort of goes... Just, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Stephen.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But I think it's an interesting series now. Yes. After everything that's come out, a lot of going through with a fine tooth comb, yeah. looking to see if there's anything there. So, for instance, he's setting up extra security. It's so easy for the bloggers and the press to be like, "Oh, just wanted everyone You Wanted to be in control." Not about it. And you do see a lot of tension, I guess I'd say, between yes. the two. Like they've yeah. got um, a sparky relationship. Yeah. yeah. But They're very professing their love a lot, I and mean, it's nothing that would necessarily give warning signs, mm,
2: yeah. especially when
0: you know how hyped up these things are for television. Yeah,
2: and I think when yeah. they'll be as well, you always kind of because of our personality, you always expect a bit of drama, a bit of loudness, a, you know, a bit mm. of silliness from in your her. face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so if you see these things, it might not go amiss, you know, yeah. I,
1: I think else we have to remember is that with a lot of these shows a lot of the things that we see them doing in the course of the episode it not it, it's not necessarily their idea
0: no oh of course it's the producer's yeah. idea although I think a lot of the businesses probably were yes yeah. <laughs> yeah well we get a, we get celeb guests mm-hmm. it's only a 10 episode series we get the Pussycat Dolls oh really Ludacris
2: mm-hmm.
0: Kim Kardashian
2: Ludacris
0: Jay Sean Oh, wow. Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, the wow. one and wow, only. Well, she was a big deal in America for a bit. Like, a lot of her songs from her first album landed over there. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Her first album did well. Yeah, well, she and was then, bigger over yeah. here. And then she is came it? out with that. I want to have your babies. Ugh. Get serious like crazy. Oh, Everyone yeah. And I was like, oh, she really is related to Daniel Bedingfield.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Extremely editing.
0: Most surprisingly, we yeah. get a celeb guest appearance in the Melby reality show from Eddie Murphy. Oh. oh. He takes Angel to an event. So all those questions we had before about how involved he was in her life. Yeah. Enough to be in Mel's reality show. Oh enough well. Enough to be seen. And that her. he
1: was he said it was okay to be seen in the reality show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But so you that's, know, that's that works too, ways, really, doesn't it? Yeah. was having a good light. Like, yeah, also shows a good light. It's, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, thing.
0: definitely. But I think it's nice to hear a positive story yeah. about a black dad. Yeah. True enough. Because there are enough stories out there of the opposite. Yeah. It lasted a season, so it's a nice little time capsule, mm. I guess, if you're into that sort of show. It's not always for me. 2011. She gives birth to her third daughter. So her only child with Stephen Belafonte, he has another daughter, I think it is from another relationship. Yeah, right, yeah. She gives birth to Madison.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cutely, it's all within months. So Victoria and Emma and yes. Mel B mm-hmm. all have children within months of each other. Wow. Well, I think, you know how they say like, when nuns live in a nunnery? <laughs> They all end on the same cycle. Yes. Do we think maybe the Spice Girls are all synced <laughs> up? All on the same up? cycle.
1: Very possibly. <laughs>
0: Could explain some of the rifts. Yeah. <laughs> um. It was a long pregnancy that ended. The quote that came out when she gave birth is, she laughed so hard that the baby just popped out. <laughs> And there are literally photos of her being carried into the hospital. Like, it just popped. So, I think she was a bit late and she was ready for her to come out.
1: Yeah.
0: And then it just happened dead quick.
1: I mean, that's how you want
0: it to happen, really, I suppose. (laughs) Well, I'd rather be a bit more prepared. Yeah. She is straight back to work, pretty much, within within the year after this. And I wanted to pause here and talk about that because it occurred to me, how much credit we give to the Spice Girls Mm. for their motherhood work ethic. Yeah. So it occurred to me that in interviews when they are talking, they're always saying, oh, I'm I'm doing this and, you know, and I'm doing my business, I'm doing this, and I'm also, you know, being a mum and that's the most important thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm very aware that they say that a lot and that's nice to hear. It is, yeah. And I don't know how much we hear that from the other side, from male pop stars, or men in that way.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also that there isn't as much mu- as much expectation.
0: Because
1: I feel like the media often will yeah. um, put pressure on famous women or successful women being like, but are you abandoning
0: your children? While as yeah. at no point, you know... You to- up with Sophie ellis yeah. recently. Yes. She made the yeah. come up. A- I don't want to be asked about my children and my childcare in interviews anymore. Right. It's not. It's, no. That's not an issue. Like, No. Yeah. Trust me, I've got my childcare covered. Yes.
1: And th- yeah, the question, when are male pop stars asked similar questions or male famous people? And the answer is hardly
0: bloody ever. So yeah, double standards. I was trying to think about it though, just to see whether it was truly double standards. And I think you are starting to see some prominent male figures talking more about Fatherhood. Yes. And this, the example that came to me, Simon Cow, mm. I think since he's had his child, that's become very prominent yeah. as part of his mm-hmm. character and in his role within these yeah. shows. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Nice to see. Mm. But I did want to make the point about although they're working mums, you do see them juggling yes. work and showing women it can be done. Mm. But conversely, I suppose you want to see that there's options. Yes. I don't know whether we have been able to see that from the Spice Girls. Mm. I mean, Emma took some time out, didn't she? Yeah. But you want it, women to have that narrative of being able to choose, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: definitely. Mm. And with all of these girls, I, I feel like there's a, they always have this drive.
0: So driven. They're
1: so driven. I mean, that's what got them to this height of fame in the first place. So. Yeah.
0: I guess they were never going to slow down and stop no. whatever happened. No. Stop. <laughs>
1: Stop
0: right <laughs> now? They have never. <laughs> Stop right now? No, they've not. Although there was that time when Mel C talked about how she considered it. Yeah. Consider it, not do it though. Well, she goes straight into work. She goes into X Factor Australia in mm-hmm. 2011. Do you know how many series, this is a pop quiz. Okay.
2: By the way, I love how you've turned your laptop away as if I can even read to that. Because I know
0: you're a cheater, No, Karen. but I
2: can't read that right now. Because she's so you cheated points. the
0: other day. <laughs> I didn't. How many series of talent shows has Mel be judged? So I'm talking if she's judged X Factor in this year and this year, right. that's two that's series. That's two. Okay.
2: I, see. Right. I see. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh, so how many like, reality shows?
0: I'm talking specifically talent shows. Talent shows. Right, yeah. So if you have a question about one, you can ask it. <laughs> but I wouldn't include, I wouldn't include, like, if she's been on Dancing on Ice, right, if she's okay. presented that. Right. None of these are celebrity ones. They're all. So she's done X Factor Australia. Yeah? She's
1: done
2: X Factor America. She's done X Factor UK because. <laughs> We watched that this morning. I don't oh, mean to yeah. say that with laughter, laughter, but uh, Lindsay from we'll get to it. Get them. Fun. So yeah, she's <laughs> so she's so that's three X factors at least. Yeah. Um, and then you've got she wasn't on Pop Stars. She wasn't. Oh, that's before that anyway. Yeah. Um, Britain's Got Talent. Has uh, she? Has uh, she ever done that? America's Got Talent. Maybe. Oh, was she on America's Got Talent? <laughs> Um, and yeah. oh, yes. Heavily. Yes. <laughs> heavily, 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 heavily. Yeah. Heavily, yeah. See, I don't watch these shows. I can't stand them. I um, think it would
0: be unusual for anyone listening to have watched all of the shows because she's done, done a lot. Lot. intercontinental. <laughs> or oh, what about the voice? Talent Judge Spice.
2: Has she done the voice?
0: She has done our version of the voice. Okay. Oh, would you like to hazard a guess? I want to use?
1: guess at ten 10? series series.
0: Seven? Lauren is closest. She has done twelve series. Wow! How on earth she's done one. Se- this and I do not include in this ones where she's been a mentor or she's guest judged. So there's wow. b- there's more that she's shown up in for like one episode okay. or two episodes. Wow! She's done one X. Ex- she's done one full series of the X Factor UK. Yeah. She's done three series of Australian X Factor. She's won one series of Australian Voice Kids. She's done seven series of America's Got Talent. And one of the champs. So that's included in the seven. The
2: champs? Twelve in total.
0: We'll get to it. Oh. Okay. Wow. Hi, Spice fans. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I just wanted to let you know about my upcoming stand-up comedy shows. So the show is called Can't Stop a Rainbow. It's solo, although I'm sure the girls would be supporting me in Scotland because what they promise i'll be previewing in brighton in may and have more dates coming up throughout the country before doing a full run at the edinburgh fringe in august it's a comedy show all about friendship love and wine so it's for anyone who's ever loved lost or left the country to get over it If you've been enjoying the podcast, I think you're really going to love the show. So I'd love you to come along. There's more dates being released soon. So if you want to find out about it, you can check my website, which is humbly titled www.ilovearon.co.uk. That's Aaron, double A, R-O-N. If not, I'll let you get back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. she starts her journey in Australia.
1: The Australians
0: love Melby. I
1: mean, she's mouthy, like Australians. Mouthy
0: big.
2: We love you, Australians. (laughs) Just a massive generalisation there.
0: I've I've not been yet. (laughs) She did serve as a guest mentor for the previous season in 2010, where she performed a medley with the five remaining contestants of Stop. Amazing. These... Remaining contestant medleys are always so awkward on these shows. Yes, because they, they're
1: usually such different singers. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's normally like 12 awkward people yeah. rammed together and all put in red oh. so that they match, <laughs> singing a song that none of them really like and none of them are arranged in.
1: Yeah.
0: Half oh, the members never look that into it. This is no different. Um, <laughs> it's all very Fame Academy. Yeah. Melby comes in for one line, which isn't even hers. <laughs> she sings Emma's line which so she says it's a miracle she got it right oh my god she sings it well though just one line and then she joins the chorus and just has a bit of a party the other judges are cacking their pants watching they cut to Natalie and Brugler and Ronan Keating for a second yeah and I assume they're laughing at something else but they are cacking their pants <laughs> but she's great chat she's she's good in an interview she's yeah. having a great laugh with them yeah she can banter yeah Subsequently, she is hired for the job the next year. Replacing. I'm not sure who she replaces. But she goes in all guns blazing. I'm like her. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Three days before the season premiere, yeah. Mel B starts making comments about the other judges. Oh. She labels them dishonest and boring. She said, I don't care much for the other judges. Roman thinks he knows it all. And Natalie's just too nice and really dishonest.
2: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Don't hold back. Don't. Uh, yeah,
0: tell us what you really think. well she does. Guy could just be boring. Like, get on with it. Keep it moving, brother. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a response from Natalie Bessentwait, who was one of the judges. Oh,
2: you know who that is? No. Is he from Neighbours? I'm pretty oh, sure. She was what? in... I recognized the she picture.
0: was in... Vogue Traders. Vogue yeah. Traders, because she did what that I song. Oh, baby. But Ooh, all I baby.
2: think about is her in that lift with Carl Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah, that was a brand that you know, I was watching Neighbours was, she was scared, harming. She was great. I yeah. the Yeah, she was. Yeah.
0: Well, she was not happy about being called dishonest and boring. Oh, she, she clapped was She a- back she said, I think it's just now be having fun. I hope so. Otherwise she deserves a slap. <gasps> a clap back became a slap back. <laughs> well, Melby went on the same radio show the following day. Oh. She said, They're all scared of me. And I love it. <laughs> There's got to be one bitch on the show. So I was like I might as well take that crown.
2: You know, it's just so tongue in cheek, isn't it? And I think yeah. that's just it's just all publicity again is so yeah. publicity. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Well, she'd be a judge for two series. She's never won a talent series. She's never taken an act to winning. Oh. Um, And she's she's done
1: quite a few. She's had a few
0: goes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not all of those are mentor ones. if you think of the seven America's Got Talent, you don't mentor Oh, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. Give her some credit. Okay. She would be replaced by Danny Minogue. Which is just the same judges, isn't it? Yeah. they just all cycling yeah. around the world. Yeah. 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 There's
1: like the same, I don't know, 15 people. Yeah. did yeah.
0: yeah. to 20. I think
2: I'm in the wrong job, guys. I think
0: <laughs> Gotta get into it, yeah. Yeah. I just wonder if it's like, should not they call each other? Like, oh, Danny, can you come cover my shift on X Factor this shit? <laughs> They all have a WhatsApp group. Yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> which, where do you want to be on holiday this year? And Danny's like, oh, where did you UK last year? Have you got anything in Asia? <laughs> Sorry, Mel C's over there. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> well, which do you want, Mel? <laughs> That'd be nice that she like that. Yeah. Well, the Australians continue to love her because she does co-host Dancing with the Stars in Australia. Which would make sense because she's got that history from... Yeah, Jane Dancing with the Stars in America. Yeah, yeah, so she's got history. yeah. And then this is where it gets interesting. So we did talk about it briefly in the Jerry episode. So in 2013, Melby is announced as a judge on Australia's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get that Jerry Halliwell switch. So she was on X Factor in Australia on a different network. She left that for Australia's Got Talent. But the previous network still had her under contract.
1: Oh. So she
0: wasn't legitimately allowed to do Australia's Got Talent. But they'd already replaced her on a Ma- Australia's X Factor. Right. So she was left with no shows. Oh, dear. <laughs> but presumably still getting paid. No, because no. she
1: breached contracts, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, if anything, she probably owed them money.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. That was it's not the best decision making, maybe. Where
0: are these people's lawyers? This is happening. Who let that happen?
2: Yeah. But Who didn't go, eh, I think you're gonna get in trouble. But with you us. know who's to say that they told her that and she still said nah and did one thing?
0: This is true. That does sound very well Yeah. also knowing what we know with the hindsight about the relationship that she's allegedly under and yes. the manipulation and the control issues. Yeah. Maybe there's elements of that in it.
2: Yeah, few people
0: trusts. Yeah.
2: And uh,
1: yeah, actually, that is something that, like, you, we people maybe didn't pick up on it because people were like, "Oh well, Mel B does wild things," you know. And so, if ever she was acting erratic or maybe sometimes decisions weren't hers that she took, we can't know for sure. 100%. Yeah.
0: Well, she's doing stuff in 2012 still, anyway. So she signs a record deal with Emmy Australia mm-hmm. for the third album. I didn't know she was going to make a third album. There you go. And she needs an Emmy Australia. She She's not making it in her kitchen no more. No. She's like, yeah. done that, been there. Yep. Because I've been there, done that. So Emma Bunton album trap. <laughs> she comes out in a statement and she says, I know I've mentioned music in the past, but legally I've not been allowed to release anything. I didn't stop her leaving that contract and trying to go to Australia. She's got no. talent. Okay, she paid attention to She did pay attention to that one. I'm assuming the legalities weren't, it's a crime that you release music. I'm assuming <laughs> that's not it. But we had had bits of music from her. So yeah, obviously yeah. not just the theme tune to her reality show, Lauren. Yes. We also <laughs> She performs a track in one episode called Lip Lock mm-hmm. um, at a showcase. And she's talking about bits of music. So she signed a deal with Emmy, who oh. are a big record label. Yeah. For Australia, though, because she's working a lot over there. And we start getting rumours about things that she's working with. So it's sounding much more R&B. Yeah. She's reportedly, the album is being produced by Danger. The producer you may remember, you guys probably remember most from Britney's Blackout. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. But he's worked a lot with people like Carrie Hilson, lots of respected. It's very r and b Yeah. We don't really get a lot. We do get some suggested track lists and releases. So the two that jumped at me most Mm -hmm. were Bastard is a too good a word for you. Wow. There's a demo I want to hear. Yeah. Also, Beverly Hills Cock. (laughs) Oh. It's an angry album. (laughs) I kind of do want to hear this now. Yeah. 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 This would make for a good leak.
2: Because remember on her first album how she really tore into Jimmy? And, you know, it was all about him taking her money and... Yeah. You know, so, you know, imagine the sort of thing she might be writing at this time about previous relationships or current relationships.
0: Yeah, keep that in mind for in a minute. Okay. But we don't really hear much. And then she signs in 2013, so she may have lost Australia's Got Talent. She has not lost America's Got Talent. She signs in 2013 to That's replace funny. Sharon Osborne on season eight. Yeah, this is a huge show. In, enormous. In America as well. Yeah. Which yeah. just builds up your profile. It makes you a huge celebrity over there. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it, the money, you know, is fantastic, really. Yeah.
0: I don't know what she got when she started, mm-hmm. but reportedly on the last few series that she was getting a million. a yeah. series, Which... Yeah, not to be sniffed at. I wouldn't say no to that. No. She also, she signs on at the same time as Heidi Klum. Mm-hmm. So in America, they expand the panel from three to four. And do you know what's really nice? Is you seem to get a real friendship vibe from them. That is nice. I know I'm obviously always obsessed with female friendships. Yes. And I don't understand quite why that is. Is I know it's not just me. No. There is a societal thing with that. Yeah. If you look on YouTube at videos of... Little mixed friendship. There's literally hundreds where people are slowing things down to find the minutiae in the moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is definitely something about that where we pit female friendships much more so than male ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. I suppose people like to focus on them because for the longest time, girls have been pitted against each other, and you know, often in the media we see them being trying to stir up ideas of females battling it out for the attention of guys etc so as a kind of to fight against that i think it's really important that we emphasize the power of female
0: friendship
2: Mm. yeah Mm
0: -hmm. she's a good judge yeah she's very good at talking saying what she thinks she will change up her look every week she'll go for a different haircut she'll wear a provocative outfit at some point, she was recycling old Spice Girl outfits. Amazing. Sometimes she was updating them. Melby will give you everything as a judge. Yes. Yeah, you can never say she's holding back.
1: No, no, Which, and that's why she's in it for so long because she can she,
0: she reinvent keeps, herself. Yeah, yeah. And it is this return to judging talent that makes her want to get back out there on her own. So, in September two thousand and thirteen, we get her first single in a very long time. For once in my life. I've read it released without a record label. I can't find what happened between her and Emmy. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it was just meant to be for Australian releases. Because this single is really a US and Australia release. Yeah. But they clearly cut ties. Mm-hmm. She announces it on Ellen. Right. And then it is heavily praised online by her celeb friends.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're talking retweets from Kim Kardashian. Tiny Tiny temper. Paris Hilton, Tony Hawk, Nadine Coyle, <laughs> Perez Hilton, and Pod of the Pops recurring cameo artist Rita Ora. <laughs> she needs a cameo Most
1: now. Most importantly, yeah.
0: Can I play you the video? Please do. to the dance floor it is yeah yeah. I'd say in a less sophisticated way than maybe Melanie C went to the dance floor
1: I would yeah it's much more straightforward right yeah
0: I used to work at a nightclub and it sounds very generic and like a beat that was cheap to play and we'd have on early in the night before people arrived
1: yeah
0: it's no feel so good no it's no think I want you back
1: yeah
0: no. it's not even a lullaby <laughs> And uh the thing that got me as so I was watching like interview clips around the time she's promoting it. Yeah. And obviously when you're like, oh we've got Mel B on the show to put a new single and then they play in the background, like feel so good. And it reminds you how good that was. Yes. And uh, the contrast. Yeah. The contrast. But she does
1: I mean, the video is fun.
0: The video is absolutely bizarre. Yeah. It's yeah. inspired. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand it. So the premise, and this is from someone who has watched the making of. Yeah. <laughs> the premise, as I understand it, to Mel B's for once in my life, she's getting ready to go to work. Yeah. She's a hustler. Yeah. She's trying yep. to pay the bills. And as she opens her car door, she thinks, screw it. I'm not going to pay my bills no more. I'm going to throw them away. Which is fine. I then don't understand why she also has to throw away her nice, classy suit. Yeah. (laughs) And strip down to her bra and knickers. Yeah. And then just off the camera, pull her knickers off. Yeah. To then start dancing in the street. There's an excuse to just take clothes off, I guess. Well, then she goes on and it gets crazier. She then steals a pair of scissors from a gardener. Yeah. She then pushes a model out of the way of her photo shoot. And this model doesn't seem that bothered. She's like, well, I've only had one piece of celery for a week, but fine, you carry on, you do the job. <laughs> and instead of posing, she cuts off all her hair and she cuts her top down the middle. Yeah. And then she breaks into a party. Bear in mind, all this is happening at a, a, presumably half past eight in the morning because it's light outside and she was about to go to work. Yeah, I was about to say. Like... There's a rave happening next door that she joins, <laughs> which and no one seems bothered that she's just shown up. Yeah. In fact, they all do a, cho- a, a choreographed dance with her. What do you know? I mean, I wish
1: that happened when I entered parties.
0: I'm assuming she was at the party the night before. Yeah. Was too hanging to go to work this morning. Yes. So went back to the party. Yeah. And that's why she stole the scissors and cut off her hair. Because she was crying, crying. That's not even the end of the video. (laughs) So at this half past eight in the morning, track party. Yeah. She then, just before she goes to leave. And just as she gets to the door, she notices someone off camera. She walks lustfully towards them. And she starts kissing them. Ooh. The person It's herself. Uh yeah, that's a
2: subtle metaphor for love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe at that time, with her life being so chaotic, you know, maybe it was a nice gesture, I guess. <laughs> some hidden meaning towards herself. Yeah, perhaps.
0: Well, I watched the behind-the-scenes video, and she says it's you know about someone that's hustling and and just for once in their life decides to throw it all to the wind, and then she. Starts really crediting Stephen's input in this. Her husband, uh. she credits him everything. She said he got the video director, he got the set, he got them track mastered. This all snacks of Mel G, Jimmy Galser era Yay. You should sing word yeah. up. <laughs> here is the yeah. good thing for the video, yeah. which I can make a joke and gesture of, and I can say she's caught in the Dick sound here but knowing what we know now. Yeah. It's almost, no, it, how much is of that disturbing. is true, how this much is... of that is just her complimenting him, or, or how, how much is much... that controlling? Exactly. Yeah. How much is
1: it that she feels she needs to appease him, as in she needs to beg him up, so that he feels like he's credited uh, and important she, and yeah when in
2: reality so. she, she had done her own thing it might have turned out completely different and I walked better.
0: I don't know whether she didn't do her own thing like Lauren just said he, she's just crediting it from here yeah, so it's,
1: it's just lip, lip service to keep yeah. her happy yeah
0: well she does go full out on this she does the promotional tour run she does a performance on the Today Show
1: mm-hmm. it's looking
0: good I mean
1: apart from the yeah. The song. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she gives it everything apart from a decent song. Yeah. It peaks at number two on the Billboard dance chart. That is not bad. Is it not? I'm, I don't oh, know the how it's I know it's the dance chart, but, you know. I, all... I don't
2: know how popular that, you know, the dance chart is. What is that in comparison to the actual Billboard? Do you know? It'd be interesting to know. Oh, mm. I
0: don't know. Billboard confusing me because there's so many charts. Yeah. And I think the dance chart is literally played off, it's built because they have a lot of charts that are like, radio I think. Yes. And I think the dance chart is a bit like that as well. It's it's off what's played in the clubs. Yeah. Mm. Also, would I you might be wrong. Put that,
2: that song down to dance music? Itself? Yes.
0: Yeah. 100%, yeah. Mm. It's dance music, yeah.
2: I,
1: I mean, mean, it's, it's not Tiësto or
0: Skrillex, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, you know, not a total slap in the face, but clearly wasn't enough to launch an album.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, this is not Melanie C here. When she says <laughs> we're getting music we get an album.
1: We damn well are getting music. Mel B says we're
0: getting an album. We don't get no album. Yeah. We take on a few acting roles here around this time as well. She appears in the final episode of Secret Diary of a Cool Girl. Oh,
1: Do you remember the
0: Billy Piper okay. series? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was very
1: popular at the time.
0: Yeah. I mean, I tried to find a clip with Mel B in today.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I ended up watching quite a few Billy Piper sex scenes. Lovely. <laughs> they are. <laughs> oh I blushed (laughs) there's one where she's made to mew like a sheep it's and this is someone who read the books I forgot how I was very trashy in my early 20s yeah don't look at me Karen like I'm not trashy now I have matured I drink red wine now (laughs) from a box (laughs) More, I'm less surprised Mel B did it. I'm more surprised Billy Piper did it for three or four series, and I then know. still was in between times was doing serious Shakespearean
1: things like that, proper yeah. place. Yeah,
0: she's really kept a balance. She has. She That's ap- episode. Yeah, she appears in a Lifetime movie called Twelve Trees of Christmas. <laughs> I can't believe I've not seen this. Because me and my friend Lizzie yeah. love a Christmas movie. A cheesy Christmas movie. We love a one. lifetime. Yeah. My only assumption can be this one doesn't have a dog in it. because <laughs> <laughs> I think we've seen every Christmas movie with yeah. a dog in it. And yeah. there's an awful lot of them where the dogs chalk. <laughs> we have an annual Christmas movie watch.
1: Well, that, that's this year's Sorry. Oh, if
0: I can find it. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe worth two ninety nine on YouTube. <laughs> 2014, she's back to her old talent show games. Mm-hmm. She appears in The Voice Kids Australia, alongside Joel Madden and Delta Goodrum. That's cute. Delta Goodrem's good. She's like Australia's Kylie Minogue. Yeah.
2: she's. will <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>, <laughs> also.
0: Also, we get some English accent here on The Talent Show. So she appears as a full-time judge on the 11th series of The X Factor, alongside former girl band member, Cheryl Cole. Mm-hmm. Again, she's back. And she's replacing Nicole Scherzinger. Right. This is where we get, and me and her, do want to talk about this, is we get this Lindsay Martin from Girl thing, thing.
2: Oh. We mentioned her
0: in an earlier episode, but I think it's important because it sort of shows a sliding doors moment. Yes. Yeah. So writing. for those of you who maybe remember from the earlier podcast, and those of you who aren't British, probably don't know, But Girl Thing were picked up to be the replacement for the Spice Girls. They were made by Simon Cowell's management team. They were given a huge budget at the start. I think they blew like a million promoting their first single. Mm -hmm. They were launched at... In Paris, to all this press attention, they were on the cover of magazines before they even released the first song. Yeah, Yeah. and they they were trying to, they were very much built in the same style as the Spice Girls. Yeah, Yeah. the lead single was very much like the wannabe video. Yeah, there's the lyrics directly relate to the Spice Girls. It talks about the power of a girl doing your own thing, dancing to your own beat. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a Not a project as successful as they anticipated. So the song debuted at number seven. Subsequent releases didn't do as well. They didn't release the album. They later appear on a show called The Big Reunion in the UK, which is about bringing old pop bands back together and exploring their stories and sort of looks into the sort of darker side of fame, what happens Mm -hmm. when the music stops. Yeah. Lindsay, probably one of the saddest stories in that girl thing, Documentary on the Big Reunion mm. auditions for the eleventh series of X Factor in two thousand and fourteen, in front of Mel B and Cheryl Cole, yeah, and Simon Cow, the man that put her together in the band, yeah. It is not strong, right? I'll play you a clip.
3: You and I must. Make- must bring salvation back. Where there is love, I'll be there. I'll reach out my hand to you. I'll have faith in all you do. Just call To comfort you, to build my world of dreams around you, you know I'm so glad I found you, yeah. I'll be there with a love so strong, I'll be your strength, you know I'll keep holding on. Let me fill your heart with joy and laughter, togetherness, well it's all I'm after. Nerves are just killing me <laughs> I know I can sing so much better than that. It just means so much to me. I think that's what it
2: is Louis, Lindsay, I think you're really brave And it must be so tough to come out here and do this. It was. I like you. I wasn't crazy about the audition
3: Yeah,
2: I honestly think the song
3: was a bit big for you. Yeah, I know today obviously means an awful lot to you
2: I'm gonna go with my heart. I'm gonna say yes.
3: Well, you so have to come to me next. Can I go after? It's hard because I completely feel you and I understand you, and I feel like I've been so fortunate about to, to have the journey I had because I could have been in your shoes. just wasn't I mean, strong, baby. I feel, like, unfair, unfair to put you through. I honestly can sing so much better than that, and I would... I honestly mean that. And I, understand, I think no, this particular good. moment has just overwhelmed me that much because it's so, so important. I do know the audition went bad. It wasn't it. Oh, no, this is so hard because... Oh, I don't know.
0: Come on, Cheryl. Cheryl?
3: No. You know what? We all deserve second, third, fourth, five chances in life, yes. I'm going to say yeah. You deserve another chance. I I would not normally say yes because that was not a good audition, but I feel compelled to say yes to you today. right oh Oh, god lindsey okay i'm going to be honest with you lindsey this is not going to work out for you your voice just isn't isn't good enough, sweetheart. And I don't want to give you false hope. Um, and I know that you had a hard time a few years ago. I just don't want to put you through this again. I can't lie to you, Lindsay. This isn't for you. But your voice just isn't good enough, babe. And I'm gonna have to say no. I'm really sorry. No, it's okay. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I mean that. But I wouldn't lie to you.
0: You can hear she's someone that probably could sing.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. To
0: an early noughties, late nineties standard. Yeah. But the world of talent shows Mm -hmm. has changed. Yeah. Yes. I think this is a good example of Mel B being a good judge. Yeah. She's critical. She says it quite honestly, you're not good enough. But everyone deserves a second, third, fourth, fifth chance. But
2: she does deflect the question first, doesn't
0: she? Yeah, she does. And then she kind of does a bit of a dick move because she yeah. answers before Cheryl. Louis Walsh has already said yes. Then Mel B says yes, which means if either of the other two say yes, Lindsay goes through. Right. Which we all pretty much know the other two need to say no because mm-hmm. she's just not good enough. Right, yeah. And so we're left with a pretty painful moment. But you can see it really affects Cheryl Cole. Yes. She says... You know, I look at you and I think I'm very blessed to have had the career that I've had. Yeah, this could so easily
2: yeah. have been me because they have similar sort of singing standards.
0: Mm. I I'm not. I know you're trying to rhyme me up there and you're having a joke, <laughs> but I think regardless, you can be a very talented singer yeah. and be in yeah. a band that just doesn't make it exactly.
1: Yeah. And it, you know, it's actually because people will slag off the Spice Girls. And and even, you know, say that they haven't been that successful. But like when in comparison, you think about all of the boy bands and girl bands that were around at the time, we're barely remembering them, right? And where are those people now actually just being normal members of society? Where
0: are the four one one?
1: Where are the four one one? That's I want the four one one on the four one (laughs) one. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's true story. though you just want to I do know what happened to the 411 mm-hmm. um, some of them auditioned for X Factor oh. what happened to the other members of S Club Juniors that question. didn't end up in the Saturdays yes. I'll tell you they auditioned for the X Factor and they didn't make it Yeah, and, you know that, it's it's literally gym, a tightrope. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's a tightrope. These people are walking. Yeah, when does when is enough enough? When do you need to get a real job? You know. Yeah. You to- but
1: also like it is so difficult for people when they've had a taste of fame. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and what they really love to do, perform, to have it taken away from you, uh, to go to such heights and then and then to have to kind of go back to reality. I mean, it just makes you reflect upon the fact that. All Five Spice Girls have kept themselves in, you know, in the
2: public eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it also makes yeah. you think about the, the girls who didn't quite make it into Spice Girls, or Michelle who left. Yeah, mm-hmm. and was you know was replaced by Baby. Yeah, yeah. and I just think, do these women are these women thinking, what if, what if, or are they thinking, you know, thank goodness I didn't have so much fame and. You know, because I'm sure it's really, people should sure have those hope. feelings. Yeah.
0: But, you know, awareness, awareness. when there's enough, enough. And also, it's difficult because we live in this culture which is like, chase your dreams. No one can ever take them away from you. Yeah. You keep trying. You work hard. You'll enough, get there. You'll get there. And this it's like that yeah. image that they share on social media, you know, of the yeah. um, the guy with the pickaxe drilling for gold. Yeah. And the guy, he just keeps on drilling, but he's above the gold. He'll never hit it. Yeah. And then there's the guy that's just in front of the gold and he just gives up just before he was about to hit it. But you never know, because you can't see those. You never know which one you are. You could carry on forever and never make it, or you could stop today and would have made it tomorrow. Uh But you've got rent to pay. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So it's... I guess what we're just trying to say is the industry is really, really hard.
0: And it's not set up to look after you. No. And I would argue as well that these programmes... Do not. I know it's a bit of a discussion that's going on now with reality television and the way that people yes. are yeah. cared for afterwards. Yeah. And I would say, the minute that your auditions stop yep. and you get the no, everything stops. Yes. They go from really rubbing your ego to, sorry, sweetie, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: then you you don't hear it. The
1: carpet the carpet is pulled out from under. Yeah. And I
0: think for some people that could be really
1: damaging. Difficult
0: yeah yeah so she starts Mel b starts on really good form in this series and it becomes more and more evident as the series progresses that something's not quite right she doesn't always seem there there's press stories circling that things aren't great Mm -hmm. at home yeah and that she's not okay and it sort of culminates on the final oh She misses the first night of the finals. So these things are spread over the Saturday and the Sunday. I think she misses the press launch on the Friday as well. And then on the Saturday, she's replaced by Talisa. That's... Justice for Talisa, first off. She deserved that seat and she deserves a future seat. Yes. We're told it's a suspected stomach ulcer. Right. She does return the next night. She tells fans she's feeling better-ish. But she walks, she struts out. She's wearing a a sleeveless dress. She looks, it's a beautiful dress. Mm -hmm. Her hair is tied back. There is what looks like bruising on one eye. She has bruises on her arms and she's not wearing a wedding ring. Oh. This is 2014. Yeah. They don't separate till the end of 2016. Mm -hmm. I want to make that clear. Yeah. It's a long time before they are away from each other.
2: Right. Right. That's that's what it's like with a sort of poisonous relationship like that. Yeah. You think you don't have anyone else in the world. You think they're your only thing left in the world. Yeah. You know you really are left in a vulnerable state. And you could literally be on national television
1: with with clearly visible signs no, the of abuse be. and be so alone. It's very
0: sad. Yeah. And so she's later says in her book, thank you, at your Library, for lending it to us, <laughs> that she took an attempt on her life. Yeah. She took an aspirin overdose following the years of physical and emotional abuse. She sat in a mirror, popping the pills, questioning everything and really feeling so lost she didn't know what to do. She explained the bruises as, um, after she started to take the overdose, she she decided she didn't want to, she didn't want that. She started thinking about her daughters and the impact it would have there. Yeah. And she she tried to, you know, fix it, but she found that the door was stuck. Right. So she had to really push against the door. And after that, everything becomes hazy until she wakes up in the hospital. Oh, God. And that she was really determined to be at the final. Right. And that it was her choice to wear a sleeveless dress. It was her choice to have her hair back. Mm. She wanted everything to be seen.
1: Right. I mean, that's pretty horrendous. I I didn't know that story. And I obviously was reading something else into her bruises. But that is not necessarily any... This is terrible. all
0: yeah. her account. So right. this is all alleged. Yes. There is a lot of stories either way yeah it was not good what yeah yeah and what's not good is that that plays out on national television
1: yeah
0: i mean there is some positive in this that if you're someone that's suffering from a similar story Mm. um and you feel like you must be the only person in that situation seeing someone of such high caliber and someone who was seen as such a pillar of strength and Literal girl power. Well, yeah, being able to get through that. Yes,
1: yeah, she was always, you know, kind of build uh, or gave the impression as being like the powerful feisties. She was the scary one. Yeah, girl power. Yeah, yeah for her to be the one that's actually the victim and
0: survivor uh, of those kinds of things is very. Be really very careful about use of uh, victim and survivor here. Yeah, much as. Um, I would want to use those words. Mm. It's one side alleged at the moment. I'm not sure whether we'll ever know either way. Yeah. What's been
2: really interesting in her autobiography is that she actually has inserts in it from other people talking about what they had experienced. So like her manager talks, her daughter, Phoenix talks, her mum talks, just a couple of um, pages each about their side of stories that Mary told. I do find that is so quite really eye opening as well. She's kind of called
1: in some backup there as well.
2: Yeah, and also you do see a different side to it about like an overdose and mm-hmm. about what Phoenix felt about Stephen as well.
0: Yeah, I suppose Phoenix is probably old enough at this point to yeah. be able to. He's been around since yeah. yeah. she was nine, so. Yeah. Right. right, right. Yeah, well, things get really messy. In a minute mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So she only does last one series on X Factor UK. Yeah. Can you guess who replaces her? She makes a lot of cameos in this podcast.
1: Is it Mrs. Order?
0: It's Rita Aura. <laughs> it is.
1: It's <As> her order.
0: <laughs> if they were gonna replace Victoria with anyone, I think it should probably be Rita Aura. Yeah. I don't know if we many people would complain. <laughs> Also, I read that she was the co host of Sydney FM Breakfast Show over this period as well. How she was managing that at the same oh, time. How? I don't know whether it was phoned in or whether it was a bit of an Emma Hart FM pre record or yeah. whether it was just for periods when she wasn't. I know during the episode she was flying back and forth because she was doing America's Got Talent as well.
1: Oh, God. And
0: I know that there was stuff like that, but good yeah. Lord. <laughs> so much she uh, makes you wonder whether she's partly keeping herself busy to keep herself from thinking and feeling i mean that is definitely relate to that yes
2: that's a
1: genuine question because she doesn't need to do that radio show no but she you know she i guess she's just saying yes to everything
0: well there are reports later about money that will cover so bear that thought in mind okay Let's make it a little bit more fun. (laughs) it was quite heavy and there is more heavy stuff to come. 2015, she becomes the host of Lip Sync Battle UK. Excellent. Alongside Professor Green. She signed up to host. I'm going to get dragged here. I don't get lip syncs. I like it. Please don't take away my game card. I know I don't like musical theatre that much. I know I don't like lip syncs.
2: <laughs> Is that the thing that Jenna and Chase? Yes, they yes. Did and made a conversion. So, so it's,
0: it's come from a Jimmy Kimmel, I think, or it's, yes, um, yeah, Fallon. Yeah, it was sketch, Fallon who did it, was, right? Yeah. So it was a sketch on his late night show, and then it became "It's Battle sure. America, yeah, hosted by LL Cool J. I want to say that's
1: right with Mrs. John Legend backing him up.
0: Oh, right, Yes, Yeah. I just I don't. I'm not always underwhelmed when I watch a lip sync. There are some very good ones.
1: I think a lot of it's about the staging, the choreography, like people really go for it. It's, it's, I suppose there's a lot of it that's, um, it's quite like, it's really ripping off drag culture, isn't it? In some ways. I don't really, I'm so dragged.
0: I don't really like... (laughs) Don't do it! I don't really like drag lip syncs either. Okay. So one of my things I'm not a huge RuPaul fan. Uh, RuPaul the drag race show fan. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> I like everything up until the but the lip sync feels anticlimactic for me. And I think they do it better than anyone.
1: Right, yeah. And you <sighs> love a performance.
0: I love it. Mean, it's not like you're setting a whole now. Okay, no, me. I
1: respect this opinion of yours.
0: Um everything else about drag race like I like oh and they're making the dress and they go through all the yeah all the all the competition they do through the rest of it. I wish it was just that. I don't get the lipstick and I think it is just me. Right. Yeah. I'm missing a jean
1: <laughs> I'll show you some really good ones. <laughs> <See> them, <Lauren. laughs>
0: I just I don't want to watch Ben Fogle singing party in the USA that's not my bag <laughs> I don't know why because all these elements individually sound like what I'd want Yeah, I think it's because I want to hear them brutalise the vocal
1: oh I see I think they should yeah. sing it yeah. live yeah. so it mean?
0: like yeah okay <laughs> also she presents it alongside Professor Green is that not also an odd choice it's a,
1: quite an odd choice yes I mean I like um, him a lot as a person but yeah um, yeah, interesting choice.
0: <laughs> I mean, if if one of my pop quiz questions was, <laughs> who hosts Lip Sync Battle UK, and you didn't know the answer, you wouldn't guess. No, I don't think well, so. Just I mean, like you wouldn't guess Ben Fogel sang Party in the USA. I
1: suppose Professor Green was basically being British Elliot Cool J, right? I think, and the initial reason they got Cool J to do it was because it was trying to draw comparisons with, like, rap battles, right?
0: Right. I I, get it.
1: Yeah. So I think that's why they were were going for, like, the urban kind of rap battle vibe, like the crowd going crazy, you know, all
0: of that. Yeah. Well, people love it. Yeah. There's two series and a Christmas special someone's watching. Yeah. I will accept it's me. I'm, I'm wrong. <laughs> they're, they're obviously good. I just don't... There's something I don't get. They're very frivolous, I guess. They're just, a lo- fu- they're just fun. There's a lot of things I don't get. I probably work too hard. Yeah. 2016, she also makes Return for the final series of The X Factor Australia. Bit of a twist here. So she's announced... She's only announced as a judge just before the chair challenge. For a bonus category. Right. The underdogs category. So the But from re- backhand
1: compliment that category, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Karen compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the three chair challenges, they've got like six or seven acts, and there's only three seats. They yeah. sing and they get a seat or they don't, and it's pretty harrowing as it is. Yeah. Uh, the Australians add an extra element, which is Mel B is there to scoop up some of the sloppy seconds. <laughs> So, if you get rejected by your judge, you might also get rejected by Mel B, but there might be a lifeline there.
1: Oh, God. So, no pressure on her.
0: I like the sound of it, though. (laughs) But that is awful, after what I've just said about reality TV care. It does sound entertaining. Yeah. But maybe we need to get away from this brutal talent culture. Brutal space. Brutal space. Brutally
1: honest space.
0: Ooh. Then we hit heavy again. Yeah. So in December 2016, she separates from her husband. Files for divorce in March. This was really messy and long. Yeah. It couldn't be more of a contrast to the Mel C separation, yeah. which we heard nothing about.
1: Mm. We
0: heard everything about this. Yeah, All of it was dragged through every press source.
2: Yeah,
0: I'll try and summarise it as best and...
2: And, you know, that relationship wasn't easy from the start because, remember, she met him when she was pregnant with Eddie Murphy's baby, so Mm. it was a bit messy. Mm. And I think there
0: were warning flags along the way, which, for one reason or another, weren't adhered to. So her family had raised... Issues and problems along the way. Yeah. But she was a long way from them. I think most of them were still in the UK and she was in LA at that point.
1: Yeah. So she's been going between America and Australia
0: a lot. Travelling,
1: so much travelling. And the UK. Yeah. And I think it's easy,
0: I would imagine, if you're a fiery personality like Melanie B, yeah. To have a quick fiery row with a family member. Yes. That you're not gonna see very quickly, Mm. that can slowly brood. Yeah, And then if you are also in this alleged emotionally and physically controlling relationship, yeah. that that can add to that. And it can become a, suddenly something that was very small can become a very big separation yes. between all of your
2: confidants. Yeah. Mm.
0: She claims have since surfaced that Stephen got their nanny pregnant, oh. which led to the couple paying for an abortion. There are suggestions of domestic violence played a part in their split on both sides. Oh, God! The nanny, Lorraine Gillies, also filed a defamation claim against Mel B that was settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. Then stories emerged about how the nanny shaved her head. There's some drug rumours there as well. The big thing that seems to be around sex tapes. Oh, God. So it was rumoured that there was an open relationship and there were threesomes between them throughout their 10-year marriage. Also, probably the the biggest part of this is the sex tapes. So it's rumoured that there are a huge series of sex tapes, which he allegedly is threatening to release. Oh. There's some... Allegedly some of the three of them, her and the nanny. So it's this really confusing narrative around whether she was okay about the nanny or whether it was not... I mean... What people want to do, what people want to discuss about their own private lives, fine. But it yes. just felt like so much was playing out, and the whole thing was playing out in the media.
1: That's very undignified, isn't it? I mean, people, you know, what goes on between consenting adults is really none of our business. And but it is unfortunate when these things end up getting pulled into the public view, or. When a relationship goes sour and it's used as a weapon, that's yeah, dreadful. I mean, and it's and these things are always done towards women, isn't it? It's always yeah. male partners dragging some thing that was shared, you know, in private.
0: It's horrible. I mean, my advice is just, really, guys, don't make sex tapes. No, it's. It's probably the safest thing you can do. Yeah. It's not. Uh Because so many of them end up out there. And you, especially if it's a newer relationship, the amount of people that send each other clips of each other with people maybe they're just starting to date. But just be really wary and careful. Yeah. Because people don't have a lot of respect about sharing that sort of thing.
2: Yeah. And in our book. Uh, brutally honest. She talks about how she believes that she was drugged during a lot of her sex tapes. And... Just some real, real harrowing allegations made um, to think about, definitely.
0: Well, there's allegations both ways. So a lot of it goes around the custody battle. Stephen wanted joint custody of two of the children, Madison's biological daughter, but also Angel, who he'd been in the life of since her birth. Right. Um, because he came along when Melanie was pregnant
1: Yeah,
0: She had to fight for the custody And take a series of drug and alcohol tests To prove that she was fit right. Because
1: Yeah, because he was alleging she wasn't um, Not
0: just him right. There were allegations from former friends Oh, I see So uh, one former friend was quoted as saying She often took drugs and brought home random men To satiate her ferocious sexual appetite Including her children's piano teacher, a driver, a hairdresser, a surfer kid, a guy she picked up at Soho House, who the guys, who the kids, nicknamed Smelly Feet, from a former friend who also went on to call her the world's number one worst mum.
1: Whoa, what the, that sounds
0: like some. She annoyed somebody, and they decided to get revenge. I think yeah. this is the thing with this, isn't it? And it's so messy. And also, it's so easy when you've been in the public eye for the best part of twenty years, yeah, to be able to go back through and go. Oh, here's an interview quote where you said, I love sex, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Which plays very quickly into ferocious sexual appetite. Yeah. It's very easy to look back at a reality show that you made a few years ago Mm -hmm. and edit together all the clips where you shout at him or say something derogatory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so easy for, when there's so
1: much footage of you, for you to be edited into a certain type of person, into a
0: certain type of persona. This yeah. sounds brutal for the whole family. Yeah. Particularly for the three daughters that have to watch this play out and hear about it. Oh, God, yeah. Who are, some of them are formative. All of them, actually, at impressionable ages. The resolution on that, so with the nanny, it was all dealt with for an undisclosed amount. We don't know too much about that. Thank God. I'm glad we don't. Yeah. There, the domestic violence restraining order was not granted. So that does remain alleged. There is an order of sorts between them that they must not come within each other. So it's not on one part. They must stay apart and must not strike, hit or contact. Basically, keep the hell away from each other. Yeah. And there is joint custody. She has to pay $350,000 in legal fees for him and 5,000 child support for Madison. He doesn't have any custody with Angel. That wasn't granted. He has to keep. The hell away from her too. Right. Um, and 15,000 in spousal support. Plus the destruction of all sex tapes. That is featured and mentioned. In... Well, that's
1: good. They got that in there, yeah.
0: Also suggests that they were definitely there and that there was definitely threats to release them. Right. Yeah. I would suggest. Yes, I would. Money becomes a big discussion in this. Yeah. So this, oh, the split is just so ugly when it comes down to, like, belongings. The, kids, mm. the court documents are the things that are so gritty. Like, she, there's a games console that means a lot to her. And he, she has to pay him for it. Oh. They split the gym equipment right down the middle. Oh, like, you take the sixes, I'll take the eights. It's, oh. it's so granular. It's... it's there's a part of me that goes... I know I've read this and I've put this in here. Yeah. As a part of you that goes, should this stuff really be released? How much should we limit what courts are there? It's very
1: voyeuristic, isn't it? I did
0: not dig deep to find these details. I I did a very quick search. So I've really not rummaged. This is stuff people could have found out easily. Yeah. There are lots of claims that this ruined her financially. So Bella Fonte had said in earlier interviews during the bitter court battle that the couple's spending had been extravagant and affluent due to their lifestyle, and that Brown had wiped out all of her Spice Girls' money, approximately to the sum of $50 million, if not more. Wow. <laughs> I mean, obviously, allegedly. Alleg- take- oh, 100% allegedly. Taking it
1: with pinched salt. These stories
0: have followed round. Definitely, it was a long legal battle. Yeah. yeah. They are not using the cheapest lawyers. No. She's had to pay his legal fees. It was definitely said that. When they sold the house, they had to set a million aside each to cover taxes. Right. Which I don't understand how celebrities keep ending up with these tax problems. What are these accountants doing? Oh. I don't believe for a minute it's Mel B's doing her own taxes. No. Well, she shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why? How do the. You always hear about the celebrity. Mary J. Blige has happened to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe a couple of times. Mm. I might be wrong. Do you think. Mary J. Blige is definitely paying an accountant. Yes. Why is that accountant not
2: sorting out her affairs? I mean, she's not doing what I'm doing, is she? Just putting receipts in a big (laughs) drawer. Exactly.
0: (laughs) She's not leaving it till, you know, the end of January like I did this year, just getting it in on time. Yeah. I don't understand how these accountants, the people doing their tax taxpayers, aren't sorting them out properly. I mean,
1: I suppose it is, you know, obviously we're talking about much larger amounts than our tax bills. But, you know, in principle, it should be the same. should be easier. Yeah.
0: I mean, this has a huge effect on her that she goes into great detail in her book. She is brutally honest, as the title would suggest. And she says, following this and, and her father's death she has to seek treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder.
1: Yeah.
0: But it doesn't stop her working. Oh. Whether work is holding things at bay or a real refuge for her. Yeah. There is some light at the end of the tunnel. We can mm. move on to lighter topics. Yeah.
2: And a, just a quick note about Please. her dad. Um, reading that chapter of her book, it's just really, really sad. And she's had a quite a traumatic relationship with her dad they both seem to have similar personalities where you know she would come home had not seen her dad for so long drive up to Leeds he'd be standing you know at the door with a beer can and she would say why have you got a beer can you're meant to be sick because by this point he'd been diagnosed with cancer and then he just said no if you go and kind of made her leave well she said that inside she knew she should have just hugged him and given the affections of it, there's a lot of guilt and it's it's really sad and of course the family didn't like Stephen, they didn't like things to do with him but when the father was ill in hospital, the family password for anyone to get in to see him was Phoenix so she said when she found that out, you know, she knew that there was still a connection to her dad and her family and also after he passed away, she found loads of scrapbooks in his house that he'd cut, he'd went and bought, you know, girly magazines and cut pictures of her out and put them in. And there'd been a a wee bit in the kitchen where her and the girls had signed their names on the wall because he always lived in that house, even though she bought a big house for him. Um, And when he got it repainted, he still kept that little bit with the writing on it so Mm. there's clearly signs of affection but they just weren't able to communicate in a way that meant they could could have they resolved it
0: before he died did not they
2: yeah just oh oh, good oh
0: god (laughs) God. but when you read it you
2: think my god this is a
0: shame this really is a heavy episode yeah things do appear to improve we hope she does go back to some acting she appears in Broadway Not the Netherlands version like she did with Rent. Yeah. Broadway America. She appears in Chicago as Roxy Hart. Very good. In 2017. She drops her Leeds accent in favour of a Chicago American.
1: And doing it in America. That is...
0: Well, I listened to some clips online. Yeah. I would place it below Jerry's Cockney in (laughs) Crank (laughs) 2. Maybe above Emma's Bollywood. <laughs> didn't get to hear that properly. She was silent. Yeah. <laughs> she gives it a go. Yes. She was reportedly quite good in yeah. Chicago. I can see her doing that role. Yeah. It's a troubled role. Yes. Lord, she knows she it, had a experience with atti- it. It's a, it's a
1: role to attitude your way through. For a- absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, you know, she would have done dancing with the stars. Yes. She can dance it,
1: mm-hmm. she can sing. Huh. Oh,
0: yeah, she can definitely sing. Yeah. yeah, The real controversy comes on her final night uh-huh. where she breaks character to sing a few lines of wannabe. Oh. So it's just her on stage. Mm. There are no other actors. Yeah. She goes, I think the line is something like, I know what you really want to know. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> oh, but, Lauren, from the theatre point of view, if you were doing the tech or involved um, in that show, I would have hoped
1: she would have run it past <sighs> the stage management. But, but something she tells did, me, and they said no. Uh, yeah, and something tells me she probably did not, or maybe I could. Yeah. She've
0: done it in jest because she had been stage and gone oh you know what I should do is I'm going to and they would have gone oh yeah that'd be funny and Yeah, I think it's one of
2: things at yeah. the start she's been like oh that'd be really good to put that in Yeah, and she's been like do you know what my last Screw night it. but also I think if you employ Melby you do you, expect you, that yeah. cheeky side of her to yeah. come out she's not screwing the show up she's having a bit
0: of all no, that yeah. it's it's she well. is.
1: no I mean as a whole, it is it's only on I
0: suppose it'd be harder if it was in the okay I think it seems fair enough
1: she chose a moment Where maybe there wasn't like a cue riding on her line because it could majorly fluff things up if you change too much, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's Chicago as well, it's been running for like 20 years, probably. They can do it in their sleep, yeah. (laughs) As an improviser, a comedy improviser, I'd say follow the joke, yeah. She seems to have done and fair play. (laughs) She also appears in a sequel. Chocolate City, Las Vegas Strip. Wow. Alongside Vivica J. J. Fox and Genuine. I have started to watch this movie. Uh I was worried about how to describe it. I wanted to call it a black magic mic, (laughs) but I thought that was derivative.
1: Yeah.
0: Until I Googled the description and the film director has called it exactly that. (laughs) So... It's by it's a film by Jules Con Lamar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said there was one glaring omission in Magic Mike, yeah. and that was people of colour. Right. So we figured that was a missed opportunity and we jumped on in.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: So Mel Stars in the sequel, it's pretty much made just for TV. I think it is still available on Netflix.
1: Yeah.
0: I started to watch it, but would you believe 10-15 minutes in. I realised I did not understand the storyline because I hadn't seen the first one, so (laughs) I abandoned it. So I didn't get to see her because she was not labelled on Netflix. But I would suggest you watch that after the seat filler. Okay. If it's still on there. She also appears in a film called Killing Hasselhoff.
1: What a title.
0: A man down on his luck tries to win a celebrity death pool by trying to kill David Hasselhoff to win over half a million dollars to pay off a loan shark and get his life back on track.
2: What a, what a plot. (laughs) Did it win the Oscars?
0: (laughs) The Wikipedia description. (laughs) Mel stars as herself. Okay, yeah. I suppose this comes round to this discussion about money Yeah, and this this, you know they're saying she needs money I don't know how I feel about this I don't believe she blew all her spice money Mm. unless during that relationship they really were just throwing up the walls yeah but she was never not working we know from this podcast this episode and the previous one Yeah, they were never not working some of these were high profile jobs okay Las Vegas Peep Show probably didn't make very much money Las Vegas Peep Show probably didn't make very much money. I mean, I'm sure she didn't get much for Chocolate City too. Yeah. But all of these talent shows. Yeah. yeah. Also, America's Got Talent. If she's been paid a million for half of that, and if you know that you're in money trouble, yes. and you've got a half-decent accountant, they'd yeah. be able to get you out of that. But it's
2: always that thing of you've got the bank house, like you spoke before, you've got all the cars. It's constantly keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. You know, you've, you're spending a lot, so you need, you've got to earn a lot. That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. and there's only one of them that's really earning. Mm-hmm. True. There isn't.
1: There is always that um, in abusive relationships. There's always um, a question of like financial abuse. So, yeah. what what was his spending like? Yeah. You know, um, and especially
2: he, if he's not earning the money, yeah.
1: And so then that's like that's a just, hit on his. That's
0: bear in mind as well that yeah we don't know. No, we don't. About run. the domestic abuse, yeah. uh, which way it runs, and, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's all alleged. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that money's gone. So I, I I know there's lots of reports saying she is desperate for money, and that's the reason we have this reunion. Yeah. I, I don't think that's the side of the fence I fall on. No. But back to killing Hasselhoff. <laughs> its main redeeming feature seems to be it's only 80 minutes long. <laughs> we all know that is a movie I can get on board with yep yeah, yep
1: yeah. short Aww, and sweet yeah
0: she also voices um in the animated movie Blazing Samurai okay it's an unreleased American computer animated action adventure comedy film takes a lot of boxes
1: yeah
0: inspired by the Mel Brooks seminal 1974 western comedy Blazing, Blazing, Blazing. Samurai well done
1: yeah
0: did you write this for Wikipedia maybe I did film studies at uni <laughs> It's delayed indefinitely due to a long and boring financial battle, but I'm sure Mel isn't that bothered because she only has a cameo as a giraffe.
2: As <laughs> a giraffe.
0: I love it. And of course, we, we have the book that we've we've talked about through the episode yeah. because it's been very helpful in giving her insight. There's only one real glaring omission that we haven't discussed that is revealed and talked about in the book in many interviews. Oh, yeah. Is Brown's uh, five-year relationship with film producer Christine Crocus? That is Christine, a female name. Yeah. They lived together in Los Angeles between 2002 and 2006. Speaking to gay star news about the relationship, she said it was an experimentation. i fell in love with a woman for five years. An experiment doesn't last five years.
1: Yeah, that's an experiment.
0: (laughs) Asked about the relationship. She said, people call me lesbian, bisexual, heterosexual, but I know who's in my bed and that's it. I have a huge libido and a great sex life
2: for a That's really interesting you've said that, because when you said there was something from the book, there's also a few other things. Oh! Because it is brutally honest. Just to touch briefly on her alleged drug and alcohol addictions as well, we haven't yeah. really spoken great detail. And she has said in the book that she was you know, using cocaine and also prescription drugs. As well as basking with alcohol. So, yeah, she's been through a lot. It's yeah. been a
0: turbulent few years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we don't know where she will go after the. No. tour. She's... I hope,
1: I hope on the up. Oh, yeah. I don't mean not yes. on the up. So yes. I
0: mean work wise.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. No, no, I, no, oh, I understand yeah. what you mean. But I'm just like, I hope on the whole that there are happier times ahead for her.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think, it, oh, gosh. I mean, worse. well, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to tempt that. Yeah. Well, she, her and Heidi Klum and Tyra Banks have all left America's Got Talent.
1: Okay.
0: These franchises are always refreshing. So yeah, it's just yeah. a network decision that mm-hmm. it's time to change up some fresh blood. Yep. The door is open.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Probably something in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, we'll see what happens with her after the tour. Yeah. But that is the Melby episode. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening. New spice. Oh! We've got to respice her. Well done, Lauren. So, that is a pretty turbulent episode. Yes. It's going to be a hell of an edit. If we were going to re-spice her from Scary Spice...
1: I think more than any of the others, I want to re-spice her. Okay. Scary is not how I think she should be described.
0: After the last half of the episode, I don't feel like she was particularly scared. Well,
1: I want to see both ways. I want to see Survivor Spice.
0: Ooh. I like it. Yeah. it has connotations that I worry could okay, is in trouble.
1: Yeah, we but don't I... know about. The no, I want to support for. that. No, I know, but I'm just seeing She's Survivor a lot in the things. broad, yeah. broad yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I thought
2: yeah. of Honest Spice a bit after our book as well. Yeah, I just laid it out, all out. Yeah,
0: I had originally put Judgy Spice. Because she has judged so many talent shows. <laughs> that's true, yeah. But, yeah, towards the end of that episode, I think Honest Spice or Survivor Spice really yeah, nails absolutely. it. And I actually think that's a title she wouldn't be unhappy with. No. No.
2: no, no, especially no.
0: And I think it'll be really interesting to see where her journey goes yeah. from here. Because the door is wide open, really. Mm-hmm. To see yeah. where she takes that. I
2: mean, she could be a British Off judge now you know she could move from
0: a current judging to but I think it'd be really nice to see a really positive upward trajectory here that that could after the sheer honesty of the book and of everything that she's been through and it being dragged so publicly yeah if she takes this and it becomes a really positive journey and she really goes somewhere amazing Hmm. that's Bring a lot of hope and support. She's working with a lot of domestic abuse based charities, yeah. yeah. She is doing that work, yes. Um, and I, I do think that's where her path is set for, yeah. Yeah, Good yeah. so we can only wait and see. Thank you very much for listening.
2: Thank you. I'm
0: gonna guess. Russian. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But she danced. Oh. Exactly. Someone didn't hit airplane mode.
1: Hi, darling. Oh. Sorry, I'm <laughs> recording a podcast you now. No. I'll phone you back later. <laughs>
2: no. We have we're obviously not Lauren's priority right
1: now. <laughs> In fact, you're literally being recorded right now. <laughs>
2: yeah. But don't worry, just continue your conversation. I mean, we're here all day, aren't we? All right. night.
1: Right, I'm gonna hang up now. Thank you, bye. Guess
0: who has to edit this episode? No,
2: <laughs> I am not bye. editing this. I can't edit anyway, but I don't want you to. Sorry. It's alright. Everyone really wanted to know what that conversation was about. <laughs>